Welcome back to the God's Financial Secret series. And today we want to have a look at Financial Secret 12. Your harvest is a miracle. And I want to say to you, congratulations on reaching the last secret that we've been looking at. So Financial Secret 12, your harvest is a miracle. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for staying true to the course, for investing in yourself, for getting revelation in your heart. The podcast, like I said, it's a free resource base to help people as the Lord laid it in my heart. And thank you to every one of you for listening and for just investing in yourself. We've seen, you know, record numbers. Spotify sent a, a survey recently and said the podcast has done very well. A lot of stats. Go look on the Leader Breeder Instagram page and on the Facebook page. You'll see I posted a few things there. But it's because of people like yourselves that are being committed and are devoted to this revelation, investing in yourself. And I want to say thank you to you as well. I'm excited for what's lying ahead for the next series coming out, the Born to Prosper series that's coming out. That is going to be incredibly exciting. And then followed by that close on its heels of the Exponential Church. We're going to talk about how to grow your organization exponentially with technology. There's going to be a lot of exciting things coming up. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of you. But hey, if the series has helped you or blessed you, then let us know. Tell us on Instagram. Tell us on Facebook. Make a few comments. Let everybody know how the series has blessed you. I want to ask you to tell us on social media. Take a moment of your time. If you haven't followed us on Instagram or Facebook, the Leader Breeder private group or public group, then go onto that group and tell a few people what secrets stood out for you. Go onto our LinkedIn pages. We've got LinkedIn pages as well. Tell us a little bit about what this has meant for you. And then also be faithful and share it with somebody. If you think somebody needs to hear this, somebody needs to know this, this could bless somebody, then just be faithful and share it with somebody else. Because like I said, it's free resource. And as you get this revelation, you are going to be blessed and highly favored. Let's cross over right now. Listen to the final secret. Secret 12, your harvest is a miracle. I'll catch you on the other side of this. Financial secret 12, your harvest is a miracle. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7, I planted the seed, Apollos watered the plants, but God made you grow. It's not the one who plants or the one who waters who is at the center of this process, but God who makes things grow. I've been privileged to have witnessed the birth of all three of my children, Matthew, Jonathan, and Sarah. The amazing feeling one gets the moment you see your own flesh and blood enter this world is simply indescribable and perhaps incomparable to most feelings or experiences in many ways because your harvest is a miracle. I at times have looked at my children and tried to fathom the miracle of their existence and how from a simple seed sown, financial secret one, into the good ground, financial secret three, of a married life, the nine-month wait, financial secret five, and this time God causes through his creation bone to grow in the womb, assigns unique facial features and fingerprints, gives them their very own personality types, and authors a life plan for them on the earth. This is nothing less than miraculous. Ecclesiastes 11:5 to 6 says, Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon for you don't know if a profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both, because your harvest is a miracle. To make it even more mind-blowing is that when you realize that nowhere in that process after the seed was sown until the birth was any human help needed, but God, and God only caused the miracle to happen every time. See Mark 4, 26 and 27 says, Jesus also said, 
The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, while he sleeps or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. All he required from me was to sow a seed and leave the rest up to him. Well, I became so excited at the miracle potential of sown seed. Thank God for His grace upon our lives. If it were not for God's grace upon my life, I would not have been able to write these pages. If it is not for God's grace upon my sown financial seed, I would not be able to tell you about the countless financial breakthroughs and miracles I've experienced in my walk with Jesus. When I was at some of the lowest places in my life, personally and financially, all I had to do and to hold on to was that God's grace and love followed my seed. You see, because your harvest is a miracle. I shared in Financial Secret 9 that I printed a statement and put it up against the wall. I meditated upon it daily until God showed me the product that fits the statement. I worked the product and after three years, it was turning three million a month. However, the process to the three million was a miracle. I did the work area, but my contract stated that only new contracts I signed would earn me a commission and that all existing clients from my previous sales, I would not be entitled to earn a commission for. I accepted the terms initially, but soon encountered much frustration when approaching potential clients only to find that they were already using our products, which according to my contract meant no income from them. The other frustration was that whenever these clients needed to be assisted, they would have to contact the original salesperson and not me, even though I was locally based to be called to site to solve their problem. I would often get emergency calls to ask if we could please assist them and send the invoice for services rendered. I had, however, learned some financial secrets from the scriptures and needed to apply them. So I decided that every call I got to service clients who were not my clients per se, I would do all the work for them for free, and that this free work would be a form of seed. This is what Financial Secret 1, at work, a seed must be sown, says. The head office insisted that I send an invoice, but I insisted they accept my free services. Approximately eight months later, I was driving home when I received a call from the CFO, Chief Financial Officer, from the head office I was an agent for. He proceeded to tell me that they had held a national executive meeting and that a decision was made to keep every agent's agreement unchanged, except for mine. They decided that as a result of my excellent service towards them and the clients that were not mine, they were awarding me all their business, and I would now be earning income from all of them. My income earnings jumped to 8.5% commission on a few thousand to a few million in one telephone call. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant which He swore to your fathers as it is His day. Psalm 112, 1-3 says, Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in His commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Because your harvest is a miracle. The fact that you purchased this audiobook, or a hard copy, or an ebook of this book, and are still listening to it or reading it, means that you have been sowing knowledge seeds into your personal life towards your future miracle. Re listen to these secrets again, or reread the books again and allow these life-changing secrets to permanently settle in your heart. Ephesians 3, 19-21 says, May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. 
Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. My prayer is that by applying these secrets, you will not only experience a total transformation in your relationship with Jesus, your personal relationships, your finances, and every area of your life, but also see the miracle of God's harvest year in and year out. God is a good God, looking to give you a good future here on earth and in heaven one day. Because Psalm 27 verse 13 to 14 says, Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Personal Challenge 12 Everyone wants to know what to do to be more blessed in life. Questions like, what must I do to be happily married? What must I do to be financially free? What must I do to be a better person? Are perfectly valid questions to ask in life. However, this audiobook would be worth nothing if we were not told about the greatest miracle and the most important what to do question of all. What must I do to go to heaven? You see, Matthew 19, 16 tells us of a rich young man who asked Jesus this question. Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Jesus goes on to tell him that in order to receive the harvest of eternal life, he needs to sow the seed of his natural life, financial secret one. The greatest seed you can ever sow in your life into the good ground of God's kingdom is your life. The greatest miracle you'll ever receive is a heart of stone turned into a heart of God. When you choose to become a seed and fall into the ground of God's kingdom and die to your old selfish, sinful nature, you come alive to God's plan for your life and not only your man-made plan for your life. Jesus said to Nicodemus, who also asked him the what-to-do question in John 3.3, and Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. God is looking to perform a miracle in your life. You were born into this natural world from natural seed, but to enter into a spiritual heaven, you must be spiritually born again. You do this by allowing Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit to become Lord of your life and then allowing His Word, the Bible, and the Holy Spirit to lead you on earth in everything you do. I became a seed on the 31st of May, 1992, and my life has never been the same. I challenge you, if you've never done this before, you've never become a seed by asking Jesus Christ to become your Lord and Savior of your life, then now is the time, because Financial Secret 1 says, a seed must be sown. Nothing will give God more joy than if you would pray the prayer on the next page and confess session 12 and join me and billions of others who have gone before us in sowing the greatest seed ever to your life. Confession session 12. Confess out loud today. Lord Jesus, thank you that I can ask you today to forgive me of my sin. I believe that you are the Son of God and I believe that you've been raised from the dead and that you are alive today. I ask you to become my Lord and my Savior. Lord, I sow my life as a seed into your kingdom today and I ask that you change me from the inside out. Holy Spirit, I invite you to come and live inside of me, to lead me and guide me into all truth. I place your word as a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Reveal scripture to me in a fresh and relevant way in my life. And Lord Jesus, Thank you for receiving my prayer today and for writing my name into your book of life. I thank you that I'm able to plan 
to live generously and sow financial seed towards my future. I commit to being a tither in my local church and I am expectant that you will open up the floodgates of heaven over my life and pour out continual blessing that I will not have room enough to contain it. I declare this and receive it over my life in the mighty name of Jesus, who is the name above all names. Amen and amen. Conclusion I trust the secrets shared in this book will transform your life as they have mine. I want to encourage you to continuously apply these principles and to revisit the sessions of this book on a regular basis until they become second nature to you. Put them into practice at every opportunity and you'll reap an abundant harvest in every area of your life. If this audiobook has impacted your life, or if you prayed the prayer in Confession Session 12, we would love to hear from you and connect with you or get you connected to a good local church. Please contact us at all the relevant social media platforms or contact us at info at crccapetown.co.za. So as we reflect on this final secret, Financial Secret 12, Your Harvest is a Miracle, I am exceptionally excited, not just because we've reached the end of this series, but because of the revelation that has been poured out over these last 12 secrets and the revelation that I hope that you have received. Now, some things are taught and other things are caught. And you're going to see as you live out your days, God is going to remind you of some of the things you've heard, some of the things you've read. Remember, this book is also available in e-format on Kindle. It's available in physical format. Sometimes some people learn through making notes and highlighting. Other people learn on digital platforms. Other people learn by hearing. Whatever your process is, use that resource. But I want to say to you right now that never, ever, ever think that a harvest in your life just happens by accident because your harvest is a miracle. And listen to our scripture verse. I planted the seed, Apollos watered the plants, 1 Corinthians 3 verse 6 but God made you grow. So in my life as well, I'm saved today, not because I could save myself or because I am that great. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. But there were people that planted seeds into my life. My auntie Pat, if I recall correctly, was a big influence. My parents naturally also be influenced in my life. But auntie Pat was a big influence in my life. And as much as I often say that she used to irritate us while I was unsaved, because that's what the Bible says, we like a stench to those who are dying and we like a fragrance to those who are being saved. But Auntie Pat at that stage in my unsaved life was a stench to me. But when I got born again, you know, I only realized what she actually was doing and she was planting seeds. Then my parents came along, got radically saved and they watered those seeds. But listen to what the Bible says, but God made you grow. So as much as what I can invite people to church and you can invite people to church, as much as what I can disciple you and I can do things, I can't save you. I can't make you grow. Only God can. And that's why it's an absolute miracle. And there's nothing we can do in the principle of seed time and harvest. We can give a million bucks away and it'll produce nothing. We can give one rand away and it can produce much. Why? Because God is the worker of every harvest and he's the miracle maker. Now, I don't say you should only give little away. What I'm saying is that sometimes we think if we can control this through amounts and, and theory. No, it doesn't work like that. The Bible's very clear. Remember the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 11 verse 5 that you heard, just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of the tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Listen what it says, verse 6. It says, Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you do not know if the prophet will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. And that's why this whole 
revelation, this series, this book exists to put into your heart the revelation that this is not a activity, it's a lifestyle. It's not a once-off thing. It's not a lottery thing. It's not a guessing thing. It's not a gambling thing. It's a lifestyle. I now become a generous person. I first seek the kingdom of God. I prioritize my finances. I prioritize my seat. When it comes to my salary, the first portion goes to God. There goes my tithe. When I go to church on Sundays, there goes my offerings. I give God a, a portion of my money I've earned this week. If I get any income over and above my salary or anything like that, inheritance, it's a bonus, it's a payout, it's whatever. I want a competition, whatever it might be. I then take the first fruits of that increase and I give God his portion. It's a lifestyle. I don't question it. I'm now fully persuaded. Why? Because I've invested in myself. And your harvest is a miracle. And like I said, Mark 4, 26, the kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed in the ground night and day while he's asleep or awake. The seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. That's the incredible part. That's the miraculous. It's not my part and your part to make the seed grow. It's your and my part to let the seed go. And if you can get that one revelation, amen, God is not moved by no need. God is moved by sown seed. So you can pray until you're blue in the face for a baby. If you're a married couple and you want to have a child, but you can pray and fast and you can confess scripture until you're blue in the face. But unless your name was Mary 2,000 years ago and you were designed by heaven to carry the Messiah miraculously, you have to sow seed or you have to receive seed from your husband. And once that seed has been sown into the soil of the womb of marriage, then you are out of the equation. Now you don't go, well, let's try and make a child. The Bible says we do not know how bone grows in her that is with child. It's the miraculous. It's God. That's why I always say whenever you, know, you want to reason with an atheist or an agnostic or somebody who says they don't believe in God, just show them photos of their own families and what they look like, like their parents, and show them Genesis 1.11. And say, look here, God said, a seed will produce a harvest similar to its kind. Why do you look like your parent if it wasn't God? Look here, the Bible says so. And those are elements, those are things they can't refute because nature, Romans 1 says, if they don't believe in God, they can just see through nature that God exists. And sometimes it's even in the miraculous just of talking about the life of your children. And you heard that I was there at the birth of all three of my children, you know, Matthew, Jonathan, and Sarah. And when Sharon gave birth to all three of the kids, naturally, it was one of the greatest miracles of my life. When you see your first child and your second child, your third child, I look at them sometimes and I think to myself, like, those are actually offspring from my marriage. And it's like a part of me that's there. And it's like, it doesn't make sense sometimes because you, you, we can't understand. And then you watch their personalities and they, they're so similar in so many ways to either Sharon or myself or these traits of your family habits that are in there and the looks and the smiles and the hair. And you go, it's absolutely God. It's the miraculous. And I say to you as well, don't think that you have to try and do God's part. Just let God do his part. You do your part and God does his part. As we've declared as a move 2023 to be the year of supernatural acceleration as Pastor has declared for CRC, the move, the year of supernatural acceleration, there's the super and there's the natural. But the acceleration part comes when the manifested harvest becomes a miracle. So I can't make a baby grow in the womb. I can't make a plant come out the ground. I just have to be faithful to put the seed in the ground. So I can't save people, but I can get people to a place where they can hear the gospel and then they have to make that choice by themselves. And that's why sadly many people they think they're just going to land in heaven by accident or by default or because their parents were Christians. No, the Bible's very clear. Unless a grain of seed falls in the ground and dies, it remains alone. 
And so as we conclude the series right now, I want to say to you as well, your harvest is a miracle. Thank God every time increase comes to your life. Remember, a portion is for you to sow. A portion is for you to keep. Be faithful. A seed must be planted. Amen. As you reflect on these incredible 12 principles, you know, secret one, a seed must be planted. Secret two, your seed must die. Don't keep it alive. Secret three, a seed will produce a harvest similar to itself. That's why you look like your parents sometimes or the money you sow will produce similar to its kind. Number four, the size of your harvest is established by the size of your seed. So if you want more, you have to sow more. The ground, secret five, sow into good ground. Be wise into the soil that you sow. Remember, helping poor people is a command. Sowing seed into good ground is a choice. Number six, you always wait a period of time between planting and harvesting. So you don't have your baby in a month. You have it in nine months. It's God who decides those timelines and those seasons. Secret seven, you always sow to your harvest and not from your harvest. And secret eight, your expense is always highest at harvest time. And so you have to employ more people. You have to expand. You have to grow. Don't be afraid of that. Secret nine, you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. Stay a learner. Stay sharp and smart. Keep abreast of the facts. Stay on the cutting edge in your industry. Secret 10, a part of your harvest is for sowing again. And secret 11, a part of your harvest is for you to keep. But ultimately, as the drum rolls and we come to the end of the series, remember your harvest is a miracle and it's all God who is in control of everything. He controls the breath in your lungs. He controls the lifespan of our lives. He controls every single thing. Amen. So come on, let me pray for you as we conclude the series. And like I said, really, Walk in peace, knowing that God is in control. As you do your part, sow your seed and watch what's going to happen. Your life is blessed, not because I say so, because God says so. And I'm just confirming what God's word says. So, Father, I thank you today. I come to you in Jesus' mighty name, and I pray for my brother and my sister that are listening to this podcast and have been listening to it. I pray, Father, as the sower sows the word, as I've just sown the word in obedience to your instruction, I pray right now that the seed will fall into good ground. Father, I pray that some of the seed won't fall into by the wayside. They won't treat this revelation by the wayside. That it won't be shallow ground that they receive it in. It won't be stony or thorny ground, but it'll be good ground. And I pray for my brother and sister today. I pray, Father, that as they apply these principles in their lives, that they'll sleep by night, they'll rise by day, and they shall not know how the miraculous happens. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise that is due to you for the miraculous harvest that will continue to flow in our lives. I pray for areas right now where those that are struggling in the area of finance, that as they get this revelation, let your grace and mercy carry them, cover them by your grace and your mercy, keep them in the palm of your hand. And as they apply these principles, as they mature in their faith, I just pray, Father, we expect an incredible, incredible harvest of, of testimonies of how good you've been. You are a good God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise that is due to you in Jesus' mighty name. And those that believe and those that shout out from wherever you listen to this, say a great amen and that God is a good God all the time. Amen, amen, and amen. Listen, thank you for being with me on the series of the God's Financial Secret Series. A lot of other resources on the Leader Reader podcast. Go to the Born to Prosper 90 Day Devotional if you haven't done that yet. There are the monthly podcasts, the Leader Reader Leadership Podcast. Go listen to those. Again, reread these things, re-listen to them, share those with your world because there's revelation that you need to hear revelation others need to hear so be blessed love you lots and i'm expecting for the next series coming out soon come on this is going to be an incredible incredible year that lies ahead your life is blessed and highly favored see you soon in jesus name amen thank you for subscribing to leader breeder podcast with aiden jeffrey make sure to catch the next episode of the god's financial secret series every tuesday